0: a Factory and Mattress Kingdom, the nation's largest discount appliance and mattress retailer. The premier real estate brokerage in Columbus is Realistar. Whether you're a first time
1: home buyer or looking to move, let Realistar's experienced, award winning agents help find the home of your dreams. Find your new home today at Realistar.com.
2: Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
3: Honda makes the cars, Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com.
2: WBNSFM, HD One Columbus, The Fan. The Inside Edge, your weekly deep dive into the world of the Columbus Blue Jackets.
3: Presented by your greater Columbus Kia dealers and the 2020 Kia Telluride. Give it everything.
2: Here's Bob McGilligan and Jody Shelley.
3: Welcome to the Inside Edge
4: presented by Kia here on 97.1 The Fan. I'm Bob McGilligan along with Jody Shelley. Uh, We we just came from doing game one of the Tampa Bay Blue Jackets series. Uh, We just got done like five minutes ago. Uh, that's what it seems like, <laughs> doesn't it, Jody? I mean, a game that goes five overtimes, and um, you know, you talk about one day rolling right into the next. It pretty literally has.
5: Yeah, no, that was amazing. I mean, it's too bad the Blue Jackets lost. Um, I thought they had a ample opportunities to win. Goaltending clinic, defensive zone play, but it was a fun game. And I got to ask you, Bob, because, you know, on TV, I've got Jeff Rimmer, and, and we talk back and forth, and, you know, it makes it entertaining, and we got the pictures, and we can we call a different game than you do. For you last night, five extra periods, uh, almost three complete games. Just, just tell me how you did it by yourself. What was that like?
4: I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It really – it wasn't as different as it sounds. Uh, I thought for the most part – Many of those overtimes went pretty quickly. I I remember looking up, and I would be like, oh, man, at the next whistle they're going to come out and scrape the ice. That was the worst part for me, to be honest with you, Jody, because when they came to scrape the ice at the 10-minute mark, now I've got to sit and come up with something to talk about for probably three minutes while they come out there and they scrape the ice, right? I mean, make up something for three minutes because there's no action going on. (laughs) Um, The other parts were, and this this is really any game, Any game that's a slow game where there's a lot of offside, nicing, and the puck out of play, um, those are the harder games to do by yourself. But I agree with you. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching that game. I hated the outcome, but I just – I'll be honest with you. Every time a team shot the puck, I got to a point where I'm like, well, that's not going in. But I was okay with that because I wanted to watch it continue to play out and see exactly what happened. I wanted to see Jonas Corposalo – make 80 saves in the game. <laughs> you know, it got, to, wow. it got to like 74. And I said, can he make 80 saves? I, I guess he can, wow. but I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wanted to see Tampa get 100 shots just to see triple digits on the shot clock. You know, it was unbelievable.
5: that kind of it's un- It was unbelievable. And if you looked at the chances, the attempts toward the net, the block shots for the Columbus Blue Jackets, they had 66, 62 block shots. So – Corpusalo reacts to every shot, right? And your son was a goalie. And I mean, I've never been a goalie, but I've watched more. I know they track them in practices to try to manage their workload. 66, the 62 block shots by the Columbus Blue Jackets as a team, okay? Plus the 80, was it, 85, 88 shots on net. So you think of that body of work Corpasalo did? That that is phenomenal. We just think of shots and goals. No, it's much more than that. And the defensive zone time, it was weighed heavily in Tampa's favor. So, you know, as a goalie, you've got to look behind the net, in front of the net, side of the net. Who's the option? Where's the puck? There it is. I'm up and down. That was to me. I, I don't know how he feels today, but it, it's got to be. Uh, it's got to be more than a maintenance day today. It's got to be like. Uh, <laughs>
4: Don't get out of bed. I, just,
5: I can just imagine it like a, a medical clinic set up there in the bubble for this team <laughs> and a bunch of IVs and and massages and then go back to the IV and have a couple meals. Like, it would be a lot into today to get ready for tomorrow at 3 o'clock.
4: Again, that was a game that started at 10 after 3 in the afternoon, and it ended a little after 10 after 9 at night. Uh, I, I saw Pierre-Luc Dubois talking after the game, and he goes, well, you know, really, only ate one meal today at nine. I know that morning. was
5: shocking, right? I forgot about that.
4: I totally did too, because I, I was thinking, you know, in the whole time I'm going over and I'm grabbing a granola bar in the, yeah. you know, or or some bag of chips or something, you know, the real healthy stuff. And yeah. these guys, and I saw, um, I saw today, what was it uh, in the Dispatch today, uh, the story where uh, Keith Primo was saying that because they, they talked to him, Mike Ares talked to him about uh, the time when he scored against the Penguins, right, which was the, the third longest game in league history, and last night was the fourth. And he said, and I was thinking about these guys. They can't even get any food. All the concession stands are closed. There's no people in the building. And Another thing I never thought of because, yeah, you usually you could just send up and get some pizza, get some hot dogs, wh- right. whatever you have to get, right?
5: No, Bob, all you need is a blender. You just <laughs> make a couple protein shakes, buddy. Get the electrolytes up, make sure the uh, the glucose stays high, you know. You just gotta worry about that protein shake. Gets into the system. It's not easier. the way so they did kids. in nineteen
4: eighty five, I'll tell you that. <laughs> peanut
5: butter sat, peanut butter in the in the fridge, you get that out, make a peanut butter sandwich, and maybe a shake, buddy. That's it. And they had fresh fruit, so they're good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, a little different um, than nineteen eighty five.
4: What was the uh, what was the longest prior to last night, what was the longest game that you were ever involved in in the NHL?
5: Well, I was a part of the San Jose Sharks when they went four overtimes against Dallas and lost to the Stars in 2008. I wasn't on the ice, but I was part of the team. And when you're – I mean, it's just – the guys were just doing the same thing. It was snacking. Patrick Marleau, every every intermission, he always took all of his equipment off and got in the cold tub. So he did that for six intermissions. Yeah, he was a busy man. Changing the underwear, like you wear undergarments underneath your gear. That so sounds like more work than
4: it's even worth.
5: The guy gets dressed so fast. It's unbelievable. It's like a flash. I'm right, I'm getting ready. I'm just about to put my jersey on. Patrick Marler would walk in, get ready to get dressed, and I'd get my head through my jersey, and he'd be dressed. I'd be like, how'd you do that? <laughs> so, yeah, no, it, it was long. It, it gets anxious. You know, you kind of get worn out. Uh, but then you, gotta, you see the guys. They're so focused. They're so locked in. And that's what we saw last night with the Blue Jackets. There was, they were just next man over the boards, was taking care of the puck, taking care of the business, uh, understood the responsibility. And, uh, you know, we're fascinated. We're outside the bubble, so we can't get a lot of information. We're getting a little bit. Uh, I know that I, I, I heard that the players, Wrenski and Jones, for example, players that play that much usually ex- expend about 500 calories a game. And last night would have been up around 3,000 to 3,500 calories per game. Depends on on, on the, the person, and everyone burns calories at a different rate. But there was a lot of skating. And then I was thinking about the referees. I think they skate between four and five miles on average in a regular game. And, and I don't know. No one. They always give the referees a hard time. But those guys did a lot of work last night, up and back and up and back and all around. Uh, I'm sure they were getting some good snacks too.
4: Yeah, you're right. It- you're right, though. Nobody does think about them. Anytime you think about, like, as soon as you said the refs, I guarantee you plenty of people went, oh, yeah, well, they could have skated up there on that Victor Hedman-Cam Atkinson play and made a better call on there and gave yeah. him a penalty or a penalty shot. But but that's a good point. Yeah, there's more than just the two teams that are involved in that. And, uh, you yeah, know, mentally, John Tortorella talks about it all the time. It, It becomes mental toughness probably by the time you get through that first overtime, you're heading to overtime number two, wouldn't you say?
5: I think it's mental toughness halfway through the third period when it's it's a tie game and, and, and you're in game one and you're locked into that mode and you see chances happen and you, you you understand the urgency that now it's next goal wins territory. You know what I mean? Coming off that long series against the Toronto Maple Leafs, playing a lot of hockey in a short period of time, uh, people telling you that you're not tired, don't believe you're tired, and, and you know, you're doing that once or twice in that series in, against the Maple Leafs. Now you're doing it again. Uh, yeah. This is this is uh, that's playoff hockey. Uh, these guys have watched NHL players go through this. Now they've lived it, uh, and now today they're recovering and recoup. They probably can't wait to get back at it tomorrow at three.
4: And the young guys, you would think, are going to bounce back a little bit more quickly. That's the way life is supposed to work. But the two guys, the two young guys in the Toronto series, and now into this series for the Blue Jackets, Alexander Texier and Liam Footy, they just continue to impress, don't they? Um, you know. Yeah. I don't know if rookies are always supposed to be the most noticeable guys when a game is over, especially a playoff game, but there are many times, and I think last night is one of them, where you could say these two were.
5: Yeah, I mean, more noticeable than Kucherov, who when he got the puck, he just looked and for the, for the Lightning, and that's fine. And that was a Blue Jacket stuffing him, and it was also him thinking he was going to get away with a few things out there. Foodie's speed and him figuring out when to use it and finding those lanes and that space to, to use it, is becoming more and more impressive. Uh, he understands how players are playing at a quick. Uh, this is a quick rate for him to pick up how the NHL is played. So it's pretty awesome for him to stand out. And then Texier in the battles. I thought he was frustrating uh, Kucherov again this year. He did it last year in the playoffs. Kucherov took Kucherov took exception to him a couple times. Had something to say. It's simply because he's strong on pucks. He's like a guy who tries too hard. You know when you're on this, you're on the playing field. And that guy is just hustling, and and he's he's always in your face, and he's blocking shots. And you're t- trying to take a basketball shot with the basketball. He's in there blocking. You're like, come on, man. Well, that's what this guy's like, and it's that's how he plays. That's how he plays from whistle to whistle, and that's what's hard to play against. So good on Texier. Uh, I love the way he brings that presence and, and that compete level, and he's a great guy that, that, to watch and follow. And it's fine for the young guys to lead the way. It's fine. I, I think there was – uh, a little bit of yesterday, where you know Dubois, we saw him in that one game, dial it up and and score the hat trick against the Maple Leafs. But there was times yesterday where he just couldn't get it going. You know, he's a big guy that can can separate himself and create. But I think it was Texier uh, that did a little more of that last yesterday afternoon into into the evening.
4: One thing that I was impressed with is I think there are still many people that think that the Lightning is high flying and that the the Blue Jackets yeah. who struggle to score at times or are going to have a hard time with them. I think, you know, even though they lost the game, I think the Blue Jackets did set the tone for the fact that, that uh, they can make every game a close game. If they're going to play in that style and that system, and they were right there hanging with them.
5: Yeah, no. And and I don't think they approached the game like, oh, we're going to hang with them. You know, I I really think that they were going out there to to frustrate and play their game where the Blue Jackets. I was impressed with the Lightning like I was Toronto. I didn't think they had any of that kind of defense and, and discipline in their system, uh, in their game, and they did a nice job. Both teams did.
4: How much do you think they learned from – well, they learned from last spring. I know that. But then if they just watched the Maple Leaf series, which I'm sure they did, uh, it's pretty obvious that uh, you've got to defend. And th- that was kind of like, you know, they could learn just by – they may have even gone to those games and watched them live from right out
5: loud, right? Yeah, why wouldn't they? I mean, yeah, I mean – you learn. You learn from watching. You also learn from telling your players the under, understanding, get, getting the understand the defensive zone, and how to work with your goalie. You can't just leave Vasilevsky like they did last year, out to dry, and and have to be spectacular way more often because of the turnovers, the odd man rushes. Barely saw any turnovers. Barely. I'm not sorry. Barely saw any odd man rushes. Very few, if any, breakaway clear breakaways uh so you know that tells you the discipline of a team that usually gives up a lot more
4: yeah I think uh as I'm sitting here just thinking about it off the top of my head Andre Palat might have gotten a step on somebody once maybe two times but yeah there weren't any uh you know very few three on twos two on ones I think there was one time there was a possible two on one and then somebody made a great defensive play and it might have been Texier that made that play and and broke the whole thing up. So, and that's a key against the Lightning. They're a, they're a rush team. They love to score off the rush. And if you can stop that, well, then you're you're setting up an easier night for yourself, aren't you?
5: Yeah, and I thought Cam would have had a breakaway. There's something off of Cam Atkinson because he had a step on Headman, and usually he just creates a big gap between the back checker and him on a breakaway. It didn't happen. He didn't have that gear. So, I'm wondering what's going on with him, especially since he ended the night with zero shots on net. You know, that, 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 that stands out to me that he had no shots on net uh, in that game last night. The only player that played in the game with no shots was Cam Atkinson.
4: And if you are playing a regular game and you have 20 shots, 22 shots, okay. There were over 60 shots in that game, so that's even more strange.
5: Yeah, yeah, and, and it was almost two and a half games. I don't know if he's gone two and a half games without having a shot, so uh something's up we'll see if he rebounds tomorrow but you know that was uh that's a big loss if he's not on uh not in top form
4: yeah you're absolutely right it, because they they rely upon him I mean he is a yeah. he is a star he's been a star on this team he can be a star on any given night but as you said that's when he is a hundred percent and hopefully well you know what if he's already being bothered and then you play almost three games in one day that's not a great formula for him to, you know, for game two for him. Personally. No
5: excuses, Bob. No excuses. <laughs> Can't go with it. But no, but you're right. You're right. I mean, you're right. That that's 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 a fact. But they're not going to talk about that right now. That's not. It's up to Cam to push through, and and, and they're gonna they're gonna need him. They're gonna need him tomorrow in this important in in game two.
4: The way this team works, it wouldn't be surprised if he had two goals in tomorrow's game. Right. Shock me exactly. All right, coming up next, we are going to talk with Blue Jackets assistant coach Brad Larson as the Inside Edge presented by Kia continues on 97.1 The Fan.
2: Unlike your deadbeat uncle, we'll never leave you stranded in a ditch when you were six. This promo may have been a touch too specific the fan
0: message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month dnc and privacy policy found at warbyparker.com slash terms reply help for help or stop to cancel
3: have you ever wondered why eyeglasses cost so much glasses have been around 700 years isn't technology supposed to get less expensive over time Well, there's a simple explanation. For decades, the eyewear industry has been dominated by a single company that's kept prices artificially high while reaping huge profits. Yikes. Warby Parker was created to change that. They design and produce their own eyewear and then sell it directly to you for a fraction of the price. Warby Parker's high-quality glasses start at just $95, including your prescription. And if you need an updated prescription, they've got a few easy ways to help you get one. Text WARBY to 64000 to try five pairs of frames for free. They'll ship them to you to try out for five days. If you find a style you like, they'll send you a fresh pair with your prescription. Easy. Text WARBY to 64000 to pick your five frames to try in at home for free. Text WARBY to 64000 to get started for free. That's W-A-R-B-Y to 64000. Thank Fill this pickup at BP with Amico Ultimate. We'll go up to 25 miles further per tank on the highway than with regular
1: fuel. Up to 25 miles?
3: Yep, we're going to make it. We're
1: going to make it. I
3: just said... We're going to make it! (sighs) Drive up to 25 miles further per tank with Amico Ultimate with Invigory. Available at BP and Amico stations. Based on median difference between 93 octane Amico Ultimate and 87 octane minimum detergent E10 fuels and late model full-size half-ton pickup trucks using EPA highway driving cycle. Assumes 100% of fuel in tank will be used. Results will vary based on what you drive, how you drive, and other factors.
0: GBQ's tax and assurance experts are advising clients on the numerous issues related to the coronavirus outbreak. Visit gbq.com slash COVID-19 for resources and further guidance on the impact of COVID-19 both personally and professionally. Paint? No, Paramount isn't just paint. It's the number one paint
1: in overall interior hide and stain resistance, providing the most advanced protection in just one coat. And now you can get that same outstanding protection with our new Paramount One Coat White. This first-of-its-kind one-coat-ready mix white provides a beautiful white finish. You'll find Paramount paint exclusively at Menards. In third-party tests, interior paint claims versus Super Premium Home Center brands in eggshell sheen. Get eleven percent off everything now at Menards. Savings are
2: mail-in rebate. See store for details. Skyline dining rooms are open. Things will be different for a while, so we can all stay healthy and safe. But we're still your home away from home, serving up a great experience and those delicious conies and Ways. Common man and T-bone. I'm with you, Bone. Embrace failure. Yes. (laughs) Embrace it. Have some Cheetos and sit on your ass. That's the way to live. That's Common Man in t bone Sponsored by Hinderer Motorsports. We taste three to six on the fan.
0: If you have thinning hair, why not call Vanskoy Hair Clinics right now? If you're thinking, does it work? Will people notice? Can Vanskoy really grow my hair back? Yes, Vanskoy Hair Clinics can. It looks like your own hair because it is your own hair that grows back naturally and gradually over time. Laser hair therapy helps to stimulate hair growth, and their trademarked multi-unit hair grafting restores your hair where you are losing it. Vanskoy is the only clinic in Ohio to offer multi-unit hair grafting that can restore more hair in one procedure than traditional techniques. That's simple. Now, make the call. You can have your own growing hair back. Find out and see if laser hair therapy and multi-unit hair grafting is for you. Make the call to Vanskoy Hair Clinics at 614-432-8042. That's 614-432-8042. Results may vary. Call right now and receive $500 off. Go to VanscoyHair.com or call 614-432-8042 right now.
6: At Kia, what we lack in the cautious restraint of age, we make up for with the gravel-pounding ambition of youth. Telluride, Sportage, Sorrento SX, and Seltos SX with available forward collision avoidance assist and all-wheel drive. Hurry to Kia today for great deals on our tough-and-ready lineup of SUVs.
3: Call 800-333-4K for details. Tell you why availability may be limited in some markets. No system, no matter how advanced, could compensate for all driver air and or driving conditions. Always drive safely and use caution.
2: It's when we dig deep. Paw's got it again. At the right moment. Over to Stanley. back to Wierenski with a one-timer, and he scores! our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Game 3 of the Eastern Conference
4: Quarterfinal Series against the Tampa Bay Lightning is presented by Ohio Credit Union. Puck drops Saturday, August 15th at 7:30. Visit bluejackets.com/as1 for complete details.
3: Experience the thrill of winning on the hottest games in town. The newest and best games under one roof, Eldorado Scioto Downs continues to bring Ohio the latest in gaming technology. What are you waiting for? Stop in today and you could be one of our next big winners. Visit Sciotadowns.com for daily promotions and events. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. Can't
2: get enough Blue Jackets conversation? Good news. It's hockey o'clock. It's the Inside Edge with Jody Shelley and Bob McGalligan, The Fan Ohio Sports Destination.
4: Show your support of the Blue Jackets this postseason with the team's official postseason shirt. Proceeds from every purchase benefit the Columbus Blue Jackets Foundation. Get yours by visiting bluejackets.com slash fan pack. Bob McElligot and Jody Shelley with you here on the Inside Edge presented by Kia. And right now we're proud to be joined by Blue Jackets assistant coach Brad Larson. Brad, did you get some sleep last night or were you at least able to sleep in today?
7: Tough sleep. Um, you know, it's a historic game in a lot of different ways, but... Uh... You know, guys battled hard. I think one thing we were concerned about really was our energy going into that game just because of an emotional series with Toronto. Uh, sure enough, we go five overtime. So uh, guys battled. I mean, Corpy was outstanding. We, uh, you know, we poured our heart out and just came up short. So uh, if there's one thing this team has been good at is, is resiliency and getting off the mat. And, you know, today's a good day. It's nice to have a day between and, and just let things kind of, digest a bit, get some video done, and get back after it tomorrow.
4: Yeah, that uh, concern was justified because you only had one day in between playing game five and then playing game one of the next series. Uh, how long into the first period did you realize that, ah, we don't have to worry about energy level or anything like that. These guys are ready to go.
7: They, they were engaged. You know, like, like I said, the, uh, you know, as Tort says, a lot of it's a mindset, right? And, and if you, you can talk yourself into being tired or – or you don't, and and I think right away it's you know it's a new series. I think the guys were excited and they got into the flow of things. And uh, it's a it's a different team. We're familiar, but they've made some changes, obviously, from last year. We just played them the one time this year, so um, and then they added at the deadline, so they have some some new faces, some bigger bodies. But the guys were engaged. It was a uh, like I said, it was a heck of a hockey game. It's just unfortunate we're on the wrong side of it.
4: Yeah, when you go back to that game that you played against them, that was I believe that's the first game after Seth Jones got hurt. And there were a lot of questions about what kind of an effect that would have, and it did have an effect, but not that night because that night you guys played a, a tight game, and I think that one went into overtime, didn't it? It was a, a one-goal game.
7: Yeah, two-one game It was overtime, and uh, Kucherov stung us there, I think, in that game. But uh, yeah, tight game, and tight game again. They're uh, they're obviously we know they're a dangerous team. They got a lot of skill, dangerous power play, all those things and factors. Uh, we know about, but, uh, you know, we just got to continue to stick to our game. We've got some some areas to improve and, you know, we're looking forward to game too.
5: Hey, uh, Lars, w- when you see the guys go over the board and it's, it's you know, I mean, the last 10 minutes of the third until the, the goal is scored, it's really next, next you know, you're in, a, it's a big, big time urgency on the ice. And do, is it finer details? Do you see your guys worrying about finer things and, and, I'm asking that because there was a lot of time in the defensive zone, and it, you could tell the priority was manage the puck, secure the puck, and wait for your chance. Was it? Was there any focus on jumping and getting that goal, or was it more just what we saw: stay in structure, know what we are, and wait for the chance?
7: Well, there's a fine line to, to forcing it, right? And and we got to be really careful, and that's why we we preach patience. Now, patience that never means passive, and and they have good players, and and you know they're. The one analytic, thing. I mean, they're number one in the league of, of slot shots. So you've got to be really careful. You, you get extended and you get running around and, and not paying attention. They sting you really quick. So guys are very, they're cognizant of it. They know their, their strengths. And, and, you know, with good teams, you're going to spend time in your zone. There's really, there's no avoiding that. And, and you just, you, you've got to be really careful of of that line of, of getting over aggressive. And, and we, we never, we've never, ever coached our, our team to be passive ever we want to be aggressive when it calls for it so um, we'd rather spend less time in our zone and really doing that is spending more time in their zone that's that's going to be you know priority as as you know we're a port checking team so like I said there's some things we want to address and and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna get back on our toes and get after this thing.
5: I usually watch you guys. I get to go between the benches there, and I'm amazed at the coaches. I don't know how you see some of the stuff on the ice. I don't know how you keep track of what's going on the bench. Then you can throw in the iPads and everything else. Last night, Bob did a whole broadcast by himself, talked to himself for six or seven hours. I had a rimmer. <laughs> how about yeah. you guys and, and your camaraderie? I, and I know it's emotional. I know it's it's close yeah. to, as close to playing the game as possible, but in between intermissions, is there a time where you can take your foot off the gas a little? Or are you high strung the entire game?
7: Well, you're the one thing about coaching is you're engaged the whole game. Yeah, you, you know, and there's there's stuff we're looking for. There's matchups. There's you know there's lots. Of, there's the game within the game, as we all know. Um, and then usually in the intermissions, we're looking at stuff on video, whether it's chances for and against. Uh, you know, maybe there's some things that we're concerned about that we get Danny to pull up. So really there's no, there's no time to really just sit back and enjoy the game. You're, you're always kind of looking at, at areas that, you know, we, we usually go in and talk to the team at the 10 minute mark. And if we give them one or two things to to refocus on or adjust and, and go from there, but yeah, no, you're, you're plugged in all game. There's no real time to relax. And um, you know, you're, it, we're lucky. It's, it's such a, it's such a great, it's a privileged coach. It really is. And be, be that close to the action. And, and, you know, you have, you know, you have an impact now. I'm not saying it's a, it's a massive impact, you know, it, the players got to play, but we're just there to offer support and help and, and try and, and uh, get them so that they can uh, take the information and use it to, to get a win.
5: And when you look, I mean, I heard you talk about breaking down tape. I mean, how do you break down a game like that? I mean, there's gotta be, I mean, there, there's a lot to that. I mean, is that just you have a certain department you look at specifically uh for as a coaching staff, you have one thing to look at for the group?
7: Yeah, I well I look at everything. Um I like to look at all the five on five stuff and, and really pour through it. But you know, I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm not looking at eight periods. There's just <laughs> yeah. you know, there 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 came a point in that game and I, I really think after the first overtime it's you know, it it's systems are almost up. like the guys are so depleted on both sides you watch the game I don't know what it looked like on tv but at ice level you're you're almost giggling sometimes because the, the energy they they'd sprint down once maybe halfway back and, and it's dump and change and then that next group does it and the only time you gain an advantage was off the icings or something like that you know so it was I mean both teams were exhausted but they kept pouring it out there so Really that video is useless. It's it's really the first three periods and maybe the first overtime that you get something out <laughs> of it.
2: Hey, how
4: has the iPad changed your life on the bench? Just being able to have that instant access to what happened and, and grab it and take a look at it and show whether you show it to the player or you don't, just how much has that changed coaching life having that?
7: Well, it's it's uh you know, it's instant feedback, right? And and you can, you know, there's there's plenty of times, and like Jody alluded to before, you're kind of watching a lot of different things and what's going on on both teams, your own team. You're watching kind of what they're doing, their changes. And, and sometimes things happen fast, and towards me, ask what happened there, or it's a bang-bang play or a turnover. So it, it's instant feedback where you can grab and look at them. I think there's some advantages for the special teams that they can, especially with the TV timeouts, you get three of them. Um, a lot of times, if you watch players, they come back and they want to see that last power play, and, and they're looking at stuff or the last penalty kill, what happened there. So it, it's a tool, really, for the players to to look at, and, and for coaches, when you're just, you know, when, when things happen quickly and you, you do miss stuff, you're, you're, there's no way we're catching everything that you you can kind of go, oh yeah, that's that that's what happened, and here it is, and and uh, so as far as change, it's instant feedback. But I think, you know, you got to be careful too. Too much is too much sometimes. Um, you know, I've heard players complain that we're always looking at the iPad and they, <laughs> you know, you, you catch every mistake. It's like the referees, you know, they, they're the uh, everything there's 32 cameras or something they have in there. So they're, they're really on the hook every call they make. So um, you got to be careful too, because it is a fast sport. Mistakes are made and you know, they're, they're human. I mean, and, you know the the other thing is that the other teams are pretty good. They're good. They're they're going to make plays.
4: Speaking of video, I know during the year, John Tortorella told me uh, many times about you working with Sonny Milano when he was here, trying to do that mm-hmm. one-on-one sure. video coaching. Uh, he also told me earlier today that Alexander Winberg is a guy that you've been kind of pulling aside and going over a specific video with, and trying to help him get his game back to where he wants it to be. Uh, what are those how different are those one-on-one conversations uh, than with the whole group? I mean, do you do you enjoy getting those guys and and getting that specific time and and getting to to break it down and and seeing the the quick impact of what you're doing with somebody one-on-one?
5: Well,
7: honestly, that's that's kind of the fun part of coaching, isn't it? I mean, you're, you're you're here to help. That's your number one job is trying to help and and what can I do as a coach to try and help them to be a better player for themselves, individually for the team. You know, it's always about team. Uh, when guys are struggling, can you, can you find one or two things? And and sometimes it's just a refocus thing. It's not a, look, we're, we're, we're not reinventing the wheel here as coaches and, and tell you how smart we are. And look, I got Alexander Wenberg back playing, you know, it, it's always about the player it, and it's us just trying to help them with information. And sometimes it always usually starts with a conversation because you need to know where their heads at. Um, you know, sometimes there's things going on in their personal life you have no idea. Sometimes, um, and they're humans. You you got to understand that stuff affects people. And and so, getting to see where their mindsets at first, I think, is the most important. And then getting into the nuts and bolts of it and and watching the video and the video doesn't lie. As we know, you watch it and you can see compete in the video. You can see execution. You can see effort and if it's not being applied, it's very obvious and so that's that's the the danger when a player does a one-on-one video it's an ISO camp you know and there's no hiding and now like with all these cameras you you are you're on the spotlight all over the ice so the number one thing is is to help and that's what we're trying to do and and really that's that's a really big part of coaching is and the enjoyment of it is is getting to work with these guys they're great athletes nobody likes to be struggling nobody likes to not being at their best. And it's our job to try and help that situation.
4: We are with Blue Jackets assistant coach Brad Larson, and we'll continue with more of the Inside Edge presented by Kia on 97.1 The Fan.
2: Bobby Carpenter politely requests that you listen to his radio show. And if you don't, he'll hunt you down. Carpenter and Rothman. Weekdays from noon to 3. The Fan.
0: If you need new windows or siding, consider APCO. Is the estimate free? Absolutely. Is the price fair? Absolutely. Does APCO have any buy one, get one free sales? Absolutely not. We don't rely on gimmicks to get customers. We rely on our reputation. APCO is a local, family-owned window and siding company that's been in Columbus since 1962. So yes, you can absolutely trust APCO. Absolutely, absolutely, you can trust APCO. apco APCO.com
1: If you're a small business, you can tell things are back. People are out and about. Orders are coming in customers are ready to shop again which means now more than ever your business could use the best internet and phone solutions at the best value and spectrum business is proud to help offering new customers one free month of internet voice and tv services when you switch call 888-489-2212 and get internet with faster speed to handle the new needs of your business plus business phone with advanced calling features even tv all free for one month Whether you're a nail salon, dentist, or CPA, Spectrum Business has everything you'll need to help keep your business and your community moving. One appointment, one card swipe, one customer at a time. With one month of Spectrum Business internet, phone, and TV services for free when you switch. At Spectrum Business, we're here for you because you're here for all of us. Call 888-489-2212 today. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With my prescriptions, you can check your prescription status, set up auto refills, and pay online to save time. Get started at Kroger.com/slash my prescriptions.
2: It's happening happening on on Monday Monday morning. morning. This is your opportunity to wake up with three beefy dudes. Oh, jackpot. The fun starts at 6. This promo is purposely vague. See, it's created to build interest. Just listen Monday morning, okay? The Fan, Ohio
3: sports destination.
1: Now that's a parking spot.
3: Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit amfam.com.
2: Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
4: At Midas, you'll find all the expertise you need to take care of your car, from brakes to tires to oil to everything. You can count on Midas to tell you what needs fixing now and what can wait. So whether your check engine light just went on or you remembered that it's time for your regularly scheduled oil change, now is the time to head over to your locally owned and operated Midas. We'll tell you what needs fixing now
2: and what can wait. Come on by and see us. Brakes, tires, oil, everything.
1: Trust the Midas Touch.
6: Hey, it's Bobby Carpenter, and championship teams need to have two things, heart and soul. Well, at Monogram Homes, they know a thing or two about heart and soul of a new custom home. My friend Bob and his team at Monogram take pride in offering a true custom home building experience. They will take your ideas, your vision, and transform them into the home of your dreams. So let Monogram Homes pour their heart, their soul, into your new custom home today. Check them out online at monogramhomes.net. That's monogramhomes.net.
4: At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen
1: drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop
4: by, we'll be ready. Now any Speedy Freeze up to Mighty Size is just
2: 99 cents. All Blue Jackets, all the time. This is the Inside Edge with Jody Shelley and Bob you Your home for the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Fan, Ohio sports destination.
4: Welcome back to the Inside Edge presented by Kia here on 97.1 The Fan. I'm Bob McGilligan with Jody Shelley. And we're joined right now by Blue Jackets assistant coach Brad Larson. Tell me about coaching with John Tortorella, because you've been doing it for a while now, and I know you have great respect for one another, but yeah. it, it seems like you have different ways of bringing your messages across. He can be uh, rather loud and boisterous at times. I'm not saying that you can't, but it seems like you have a more measured approach. Um, you know, how how does that work? Is it, uh, is it the old good cop, bad cop thing at times?
7: You know what it is, is – I I could talk a a lot about Torts and and I didn't know him at all coming into the situation when he got hired and he didn't know me. I mean, I was in the same division as a player and I don't think he knew who I was then. I mean, I was that really irrelevant on the Atlanta Thrashers. So I was in the same division. And and if he spoke, honestly, I was not a a factor (laughs) in any game, which is okay. So when I got hired, you know, and, and I, this is one of those things you learn as, as a, as a coach and more just as a human being is never judge a book by its cover and and what you, until you get to know a man, you don't really know him. And, uh, and what he's about. And, and, and John is a guy who's very, he's very passionate. And, and what I love about him, he's very direct. And, and I, we say, we share a lot of the same values. Let's put it that way. Accountability. I think uh, honesty is, is always so important for a player. Um, and he and he he's direct with guys and and some guys it's you know it's their first taste of that and it it can be tough but um you know where you stand and you know so I guess where I go back to it is the the first thing I was told when I was to get into coaching was to just you know you have to be you you can't be someone else I will never be John Tortorella nor could I even try to be him he is a, a guy who's been doing it for 30 years and and had an incredible, uh, successful career, and still doing it. So, um, but to sit there and, and not learn from a man like that would be um, very foolish of me. And and there's a lot of things that I can take from him. But um, yeah, I'll take a different approach for, with players for sure. I think it's uh, uh, you know it's stuff that I believe in, and, and I think he does it. Just we go about it a different way. And. Um, but I think to the to the root of it, like the foundation, the core values of a team, I think we see eye to eye, uh, very, very similar. I would say in that, and 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 what's important in 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 being a team and what that looks like.
4: Sorry, Jada, go ahead. There, did you mute me, Bob? Huh? Yeah, your your keyboard was clicking there for a second, so I shut it off. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
5: Hey, first of all, Lars, you're selling yourself short. You were an impact guy with Atlanta thrashes. We all know that. It's hard to play <laughs> That's against. A That's do a anything lot. for the team. Killed penalties. Yeah. We know. Hey, yeah. um, I'm just wondering, you know, as a player, we get to see the joy and, and you know, the celebration after you guys win against the Toronto Maple Leafs in, in a well-played Game 5 in a, a tight series. As a coach, to put the game plan together and watch it, take place and watch your players believe this really started this season in the regular season to have that game plan and to watch it come into place. So I know you like working one-on-one with players, but it's got to be so gratifying. And, and, and what is that like to study and look and learn? And what does it take to do that uh, in the playoffs to strategize against a team? Well, yeah. again, it, it's that fine line of,
7: you know, Torch talks about a lot is overcoaching and giving them too much information um really the most the number one thing is is your team right you're you're playing to your identity playing to your strengths doing what you do well um being competitive there's so many games where you know i i giggled after game one when we beat toronto and i said the first headline i saw out here was 10 adjustments that the toronto maple Leafs need to make and i I just, I, I, I just laugh. I'm like 10 adjustments. I mean, it was a one goal <laughs> game and I, I didn't read it, but, and I know they got to write stuff. I get all that, but it, a lot of these games, y- y- you game plan, you do some, some things and, and adjustments gets way overrated. I, I, I would say a lot of the times, it's about that competitiveness. It's your initial one-on-one battle. It's execution. It's your huh. staying focused. It's your, it's, yeah, it's details. Yeah. It's your foundation. Yes. It's, it's, you, you have a game plan, but really at the end of the day, and Jody, you played, you know, it's, you can feel as a team if you were competitive enough that night, or if you, you just, you just didn't have it. You just weren't assertive enough. You weren't aggressive enough. You, uh, we can coach the mistakes. We can coach the, you know, rush coverage, the, you know, the, the lack of reloading and and these own details, but you know, Structure is great, but without competitiveness and assertiveness, and 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 doing that as a group, really doesn't matter. If you're in the right structure, but you're not competitive enough, you get B1 on one all the time, and there's holes everywhere. So, so, at the end of the day, we're we're going to put a game plan in, and 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 the, and watching the other team, we're going to look for tendencies. But, you know, it really does become about us. And, and we got to make sure that we're on our game and playing to our strengths. And if we do that, we feel like we can be in every game.
5: It's very noticeable. And then I wanted to ask you one more from me. Life in the bubble. I know you miss your family, obviously. But yeah. in playoffs, you're really in a bubble anyway. So, I mean, I remember being in the playoffs. And it's like you're really locked down. And if you're with your family, you're in the room, you give them a hug. But you're not really there, are you? You're still thinking about the game
7: playoffs is really hard even when you're at home with a family because it's so intense right yeah and and I laugh when you know when I heard players are worried about what are we gonna do and what are we gonna have to do during playoffs and and I'm like what do you ever do in playoffs you eat <laughs> you sleep you watch video you play like that's that's literally all you do I spent probably five or six hours is more pouring the video we'd had a video session today as a group and that's all I did like the whole morning I, I grab obviously a couple copies and a a breakfast but um you you know the hardest part no question is just not being around your loved ones and you missed them already it's been over a couple weeks now and um but yeah as far as as far as what do you do and and how are you (laughs) going to fill the time there's there's no time I mean you 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 play we play again at three o'clock tomorrow and the guys they just went through eight periods of hockey they played two and a half games here in one so I can tell you what they're doing today. They're, they're rest recharging. They're, you know, they're sleeping, they're retooling and getting ready for tomorrow. That's really all you do.
4: I guess that golf simulator is getting a rest today. Then,
7: right? <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody has the strength to live a club today. Yeah. I mean, Just they, the scratches. They,
4: like, all the scratch guys yeah. are down there taking hacks today. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
7: Could be. But I'll tell you this, that, like I said, the league has done an incredible job of having things available. There's, there's gyms available. There's there's you know, you know there's golf simulators. There's ping pong. There's there's you know we get to go. We've gone. I have gone to the BMO Field there, where the Argonauts play in the soccer team, and you know and just throwing a baseball around with with Kenny and throwing a frisbee around with a couple of guys and just nice to get outside and get some fresh air and do that. But uh, you know those those things are few and far between. There's just not a there's not a much time as much time as everybody thinks there is here. Yeah
4: but to uh, to take uh, just one more thing and and one more step um you know the players too it all works because the players do respect the game and and everybody yes. that's there in the bubble they want it to work don't they Lars
7: yeah you know what it it takes it takes a big effort to make this work and i think the players have done an incredible job of of being disciplined and and really understanding it's because really it's not about you it's about everybody else if if you're the guy that's going to go out and um you know, really put everybody at risk, I, I really would hate to be that guy and, and show up and, and know that it came back to you and, and that you're the one that messed this whole thing up. And, um, you know, there's a lot of layers in place here, obviously, with the testing and, and the employees being tested and everybody that's involved. So, um, you know, they, they say it only takes one to spoil it, but um, these guys, it's, you know, uh, you really got to be careful with the word sacrifice and, and I, it's yeah. it's not, it's not a, the sacrifice is the family. It, it, that's the hardest part for sure. But as far as what's going on here, we're very, very well taken care of. Um, there's, there's nothing the league hasn't thought of in how we've been treated. So um, on that part of it, there is zero sacrifice. It's, it's just, it's the family element and everybody understands that. I think it, it, but, they've, they've taken really good care of everybody and they've taken every precaution.
3: They
4: must've had people that actually have gone on the road, set it all up, right? Because (laughs) usually it's the people that never go anywhere. They make decisions and then you get on the road and you go, what is this?
7: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of work put in this. Let's put it that way.
4: Brad, thank you so much for taking uh, the time with us here. Um, We do appreciate uh, your time and talking to us and giving us a little bit of insight as we're outside the bubble and you're inside and, That was a really fun game one to watch, and best of luck bouncing back in what I'm sure is going to be a a challenge for you in game two to find the energy and get it going. No problem, guys. Thank you. That is Blue Jackets assistant coach Brad Larson, and right now I'm going to give you a chance to win. Grab your phone and get ready to text. And here's what I want you to text. The word Tex, T-E-X, as in Alexander Texier's nickname, Send text to 37664. That'll give you a chance to win an Alexander Texier game-use stick. Again, send keyword text to 37664. Message of data rates may apply. We'll continue with the Inside Edge presented by Kia after this on 97.1 The Fan. On air, online,
2: on the app. New methods of consumption. Same great radio tape. us with you everywhere. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination.
3: At Fifth Third Bank, we're working hard to make banking a fifth third better with Fifth Third Free Checking.
0: Free checking sounds good. Our bank has free checking, too. Just going to need you to jump through these flaming hoops. Uh...
3: Nobody should have to jump through hoops for their money. That's why we have no monthly service fees, no balance requirements, no hoops. No hoops is way better. Fifth Third Free Checking. This is banking. A Fifth Third Better.
2: Only available in select markets. Account must be funded within 45 days of account opening. Service fees may apply. Fifth Third Bank 2020 National Association. Member FDIC.
0: Did you know organizations with hotlines detect fraud 53% more often than organizations without hotlines? GBQ certified fraud professionals and CPAs can set up a hotline to help you respond appropriately to reports of fraud. Visit GBQ online at gbq.com slash fraud hotline for $100 off your first month. Have you been to Diamonds Direct yet? This is the store that's forever changed how people here buy diamonds.
5: People have been very helpful, knowledgeable, and the customer service is second to none.
1: I've never found a jewelry store like Diamonds Direct. I studied diamonds through GIA, so I'm very familiar with diamonds, and there's no other place like Diamonds Direct, and I tell all my friends to come here. Every chance I get,
3: this is the place to be. It has everything that you're looking for and everything that you need.
1: Diamonds Direct. Ohio's Direct Diamond Importer, a refreshing new alternative.
3: They're more than willing to help you,
6: but they don't push. You feel free to take your time, look around. Any chain store,
0: anybody that sells jewelry you can think of, I've looked. looked at every option, everything, and I just came back here. The best, the everything, best quality, best price. They walk you through it. They kind of make you comfortable with the process. From walking in and looking
1: at the settings, and then moving on to the actual loose diamonds, they do a good job of helping and holding your hand. There's peace of mind here. See what everyone's talking about and get the diamond value and the experience you deserve. Diamonds Direct on Polaris Parkway in front of Polaris Fashion Place.
2: Skyline dining rooms are open. Things will be different for a while so we can all stay healthy and safe. But we're still your home away from home. Serving up a great experience
1: and those delicious ponies and Ways.
2: It's playoff hockey on the, on the fan. Man. Catch the Jackets and Lightning Game 2. Live coverage starts Thursday at 2 p.m.
3: Sponsored by your Columbus area Volkswagen dealers and Bobcat Enterprises.
2: Proud to be your flagship home for the Blue Jackets. The fan.
6: At Kia, what we lack in the cautious restraint of age, we make up for with the gravel-pounding ambition of youth. Tell your ride. Sportage, Sorento SX, and Seltos SX. With available forward collision avoidance assist and all-wheel drive. Hurry to Kia today for great deals on our tough and ready lineup of SUVs.
3: Call 800 4 for details. Tell you right availability may be limited in some markets. No system, no matter how advanced, could come safe for all driver air and or driving conditions. Always drive safely and use caution.
5: At Voorhees, we're proud to be the official corporate and business law partner of the Columbus Blue Jackets because that also makes us the official partner of and the partner of and the partner of and and Voris, the official corporate and business law partner of the Columbus Blue Jackets
0: let's go jackets
3: AEP Energy is redefining the game with our commitment to the environment by providing 100% renewable energy options to make your homes and businesses smarter and greener while delivering value and innovation and doing the right thing for our customers. We are powering the future with boundless choices, boundless commitment, boundless energy.
6: At Kia, what we lack in the cautious restraint of age, we make up for with the gravel-pounding ambition of youth. Telluride, Sportage, Sorrento SX, and Seltos SX. With available forward collision avoidance assist and all-wheel drive. Hurry to Kia today for great deals on our tough-and-ready lineup of SUVs.
3: Call 833-4K for details. Telluride right, availability may be limited in some markets. No system, no matter how advanced, could compensate for all driver air and or driving conditions. Always drive safely and use caution
2: up blue jackets conversation good news it's hockey o'clock it's the inside edge with jody shelley and bob McGalligan. the fan ohio sports destination
4: be a part of the excitement when blue jackets hockey returns to nationwide arena guarantee your seat with a blue jackets ticket plan Each plan features flexible payment and scheduling options. For more information, text the word TICKET to 37664. Getting ready to wrap up tonight's edition of the Inside Edge, presented by Kia, Bob McElligott, alongside of Jody Shelley. And Jody, game one of this series with the Tampa Bay Lightning, as we talked about a five-overtime thriller. What do you expect out of both of these teams as we get to game two tomorrow afternoon?
5: Well, I I mean... it's, it's a blur, isn't it? Because five overtimes, a full hockey game, the Blue Jackets have played a lot of hockey, almost just over six games in under six days for this team when you add up the overtimes in the Toronto Maple Leaf series and then that lengthy one in game one. So a lot of hockey played. I would say short shifts for the Blue Jackets, simple plays, and more of an attack mindset when they get a chance. You know, there was a lot of single opportunity tries for the Blue Jackets, I know that there was a lot of time spent in their defensive zone. But more tests to Vasilevsky, I think more pressure on him. It seemed like there were small flurries, but only a few offensive zones sustained long length of periods. So I would say that from the Blue Jackets, I would think the Tampa Bay Lightning want to come out and jump the Blue Jackets. There's going to be a storm to start, I think. If you can weather that and then get in the game plan and attack, I think that's what we'll see from either side.
4: I like what you did there with the storm reference. Very creative I didn't even know
5: I did that. You know, that's just kind of a natural thing.
4: <laughs> when you talk about short shifts, it'll be a lot easier to do if there's balance in your lineup, and that's one thing as we saw overtime number one, two, three, and four coming uh in the game the other night. There was balance in that lineup for John Tortorella, wasn't there?
5: Yeah, there is, and, and you know he he knows that from the regular season. Uh, he learns a lot from his players, and you got to think what they've been through in the last six days. Uh, there's a lot of character there. There's a lot of fight in this team, and and the mental toughness of the being having the high of the comeback win against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then the low of game four where they just gave it away in under four minutes. Credit the Maple Leafs for what they did. But then to come in and lock it down in game five. You know, there's a lot of times you can count this team out, down and out, and, you know, you could probably do it, ha- make a case for it in their short turnaround for game one. But the Blue Jackets are equal or better than Tampa in a lot of areas. And I think structure – depth and, and really knowing how to play the game to a man on this system is one of their key factors. So credit to Tampa Bay Lightning. They've locked it down too. They're a much grittier team. They play a much more defensive style. Uh, but yeah, th- there there's something to be, to be learned and something to be said for the Blue Jackets and how they've been resilient. Uh, and I think that's a great word for this team because they really have over the past week and going into this season.
4: When you're in a situation now where everybody is going to be fatigued from the first game, Uh, Does it set up as one of those games where maybe there's an unsung hero? uh, You know, maybe somebody gets more ice time than they normally would get, and they make the most out of it. And that can be on either side.
5: I think so. I mean, you look at a guy like Dean Kukin, uh, quietly there. He just played the right side. He's a left-handed shot with Ryan Murray. Got in some tough situations, but he just did what he had to do. And, And Riley Nash, for me, has emerged to be a very valuable piece for this Blue Jackets organization. I wouldn't call him an unsung hero anymore. Uh, but he's got that – he's got that grit to him. He's got that reliability to him now that's developed of John Tortorella. Is David Savard unsung? Because I feel like he's a guy that made a great move last night in overtime. It was outside, inside. He went for the short side on Vasilevsky, where last year uh, – the last time he scored a goal, actually, he went far side on Vasilevsky. So, you know what? David, to me, is unsung. I think he had 10 blocks, seven shots on net. I mean, he was all around it. Um so you have to have it. We know that. You've been, in, you've been in professional hockey for long enough and baseball to know that when you get in these situations, uh, the keys will be keyed on for each organization. It's the other guys that need to pull through and take advantage and, and give the team a boost.
4: Can you imagine it's been like 15 months since David Savard scored a goal? Normally, if you have a player that plays every day in the National Hockey League and they go that long without scoring a goal, people are finger-pointing. No one would ever point a finger at David Savard. It is not his job, man. He does his job every night.
5: Isn't that true? I mean, you know, you hear of players or people having roles or positions in, in life and their job, you know. Uh, and David, this guy, know if you're working in business and, and you're not sure that, you know, if you need to stick within your role or st- what stay in your lane means, just watch David Savard for about 10 minutes because – He knows his job. He does it extremely well, and it's a huge addition to the team when he just stays in his lane and does what he does so well. Frustrates the opposition, but it's awesome because you hear that reference a lot. You know what? Worry about yourself. Do what you do and do it best. David Savard, check the box on that. He's phenomenal at that right-handed shot. Lock down, shut it down, take up space, help your goalie defenseman.
4: Yeah, not that he'll ever need another job, but if he did, he could find one quickly.
5: Yeah, especially if he knows what he is. That's the key about David right now. He knows his role, but you know if he doesn't know his role, he might be trying to do something he's not sure of in a, in another part of life.
4: Yanni Gord was a guy that was uh, he was pretty much a thorn in the side of the Blue Jackets, or he was trying to be. He was he was buzzing around the goalie. He hit Corpasalo a couple of times. You know, obviously he's played against the Blue Jackets before, but in that first game, it was the first time that I said to myself, "What is this guy up to? What what is this guy doing?" Does How much of that has to do with the wingers that they've given him now with uh, Barclay, Goudreau, and Blake Coleman, the fact that that's a true grit line?
5: I really felt that Yanni Gord is a noticeable player every shift. You know, I know he had a tough year offensively. He's a guy that usually produce, produces more in the regular season. But, yeah, I think he knows his role at center now with those guys. I think he was on the wing last year a little bit. And you know now that he's got Goudreau, who's a good skater, uh, and an, an effective player in Coleman, who's a great skater, You know, maybe he's got he understands his identity on that line. He's still a a, kind of a a newer player in the sense of how he plays the game. Uh it's a valuable role. I thought there was a few players out there last night. Patrick Maroon. He's a big guy that it looked like he was just doing the whole I'm gonna hold on to the puck against the top one of the top four D when he was out there against them. And he would just stand in the corner and they would try to move him. There's a strategy to that, and that's that's an important part for that fourth line too, is Maroon that that size he's got good hands he doesn't always make the perfect play he'll try things and and, you know the Blue Jackets have just got to kind of back off him a little bit no need to waste energy on Maroon wait till he turns that puck around and then take it from him but you know they have some interesting pieces that open up guys like Gord and that to to free them up to do a little more
4: yeah in Maroon I really got that sense in overtime when he came out there he was going to hold on to the puck he knew what his job was you talk about doing your job right it's hey give Kucherov time to catch his breath and in that line you know just buy time whatever it takes to buy time use your size even if he only moved the puck six feet on the wall that was his job at that point
5: yeah well and that's an effective in a seven game series Bob that's an effective thing to do offensive.